Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Remember, our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is April 16th, and our reading comes from Luke chapter 18. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show them that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant request. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? Man, there's a lot in this passage. You know, prayer is really a little mysterious. And I think so often Christians find themselves frustrated that their prayers are not answered as often or as quickly as they would like. What's that all about? Let me just give you a few thoughts. First, I think the primary, the most important purpose of prayer is to connect us to the Father. And the truth is, I think if God answered our prayer every time we ask, and He did it immediately, and He gave us exactly what we want, I think we would begin to treat God like a vending machine instead of really learning to value our connection with Him. One of the things unanswered prayer has done in my life is it's caused me to continue to come back to God, looking for help, searching for direction, trying to find an answer. And the truth is, often in that pursuit, my heart begins to change. Often I begin to discover the thing that I'm praying for really isn't what's best for me, or really isn't something I need, or maybe even hurt me if He gave it to me. But what prayer, that whole process did, is it strengthened my connection to Jesus. And it actually built my faith. It helped me to see His wisdom and His care over the details in my life. I suspect we can all look back and thank God for some of the unanswered prayer in our life. Another thought that comes to mind is I think when God doesn't answer prayer immediately or the way that we want, that one of the things God is also trying to do is teach us to be content and teach us to value what is most important, to value the things that actually produce life in us. For many of us, the things that we pray about that we feel like God doesn't answer quickly enough, often the truth is they're relatively trivial. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. 
And I think we learned that in our praying. It kind of reminds me of my children. And when they are young, the younger they are, the more true this is. They would ask for something, and if they got it, immediately it seemed they were asking for something else. I'll never forget years ago riding home from Disney World. And probably an hour out of Orlando, we're on our way home, and my youngest asking, well, what are we going to do today? (laughs) And you know, the truth is, I think if God answered all of our prayer, that would be kind of our response. And so I think God is helping us build character and helping us learn to be content, helping us not to be driven by our lust or our need for more, something else to stimulate us rather than finding life in contentment, rest, solitude, gratitude. And I think that's part of what God's doing. Another thing that really stands out in this story is Jesus is trying to teach his disciples not to give up, to keep on praying, to keep believing that God is going to answer their prayers. Most scholars believe that Jesus is talking about the period between his first coming and his second coming. And that's where we're still living today. For 2,000 years, we've been praying and believing that Jesus will return one day, ultimately will deliver us from this world. And when you look at what's happening in our world today, I find myself praying more often than I've ever prayed before Lord Jesus, come. Come today and deliver your people from this mess. I think what Jesus is saying here is let's just keep praying. Let's keep trusting that God is going to deliver us. And Jesus makes a promise. Ultimately, he will. And it's going to come quickly. When I hear that, I know that for so many people that feels a little frustrating. You think, what do you mean it's going to come quickly? We've been waiting 2,000 years. Listen to this. This is so important. His patience with our world, his tolerance of the sin and suffering in our world is simply because he loves the world and he patiently endures sin and the effects of sin, giving as many people as possible opportunity to be saved. So if Jesus returned today, then all the people that we know and love that don't know Jesus yet, their opportunity would pass by. So on one hand, I want Jesus to come back today. On the other hand, I hope he'll give us patience to reach as many people with the gospel as possible here and around the world. And that's the tension that we're living in. And that's the tension that Jesus is describing in this story. And then finally, he says, listen, at the end of the day, when Jesus does return, when our suffering is over, will he find faith on the earth? Did we have the ability to hang on to our faith, to continue trusting in Jesus to the very end? What Jesus promised in Matthew, he says, those who endure to the end will be saved. There's a great reward for your endurance. And in this story, there's a reward to this widow for her endurance. So listen, let's continue to pray. Let's continue to hope. Let's continue to trust. Let's learn to rest in contentment and gratitude being aware and thankful for all that he's already given us, the ways that he's blessed us. 
Let's keep praying and believing that God is going to return soon and bring the church home. Let me pray for you. Father, I know that for so many people today, they have things in their life that are really hard, difficult, scary, things that they are praying about, and they really don't understand why they've not gotten the answer they were looking for. But God, I pray that you would use that whole scenario to build their faith, to help them to trust you, to rest in you, to be content and grateful for all that you've already done. Help us to remember that on one hand, we want you to return and deliver us. But on the other hand, we want as many people as possible to come to know Jesus, to experience new life just as we have. So God, we thank you for your patience, even though your patience has allowed us to a degree to experience some suffering. God, it's worth it. Lord, we pray that you would do whatever glorifies your name and builds your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope that encourages you today. Thanks for being with me again. And remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you tomorrow.